Welcome to Season 2, Episode 2 of Boston Power Hour. This episode of Boston Power Hour, as always, is sponsored by 1 in 100. 1 in 100 is a ticket raffling website that gives you a chance to win tickets to the hottest sporting events and concerts of the year. They are currently doing multiple raffles for Patriots and Bruins games. Uh, they have a Patriots raffle for, they have two Patriots raffles against the Kansas City Chiefs game and many Bruins raffles. Go to one co to enter the raffles. That is O-N-E-I-N, the number 100.co to enter the raffles. Be sure to check them out on Instagram at one official That is O-N-E-I-N, the number 100, and then official. Again, check them out to enter the raffles at one co O-N-E-I-N, the number 100.co. Now I'm going to hand it over to Jake as he has big news for the podcast. All right, boys. So we've been saying this for a little bit now, but we finally got those. Finally got the podcast on Spotify. You guys take a Holy look. Holy crap! Right there, Spotify, Boston Power Hour. Last week's episode, season two, episode one, is officially on there. And you know, Spotify, and we're gonna eventually put this on Apple Podcasts. Is the best way to listen to us, and it's gonna help us grow even more. So if you guys see it on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, make sure you guys leave a like and you know share it around with people. Because although YouTube's like nice to do, you get to see our faces and stuff, but Spotify's the best way to listen to the podcast yeah, and to incense people out. since you know you guys want to listen to the podcast head over to spotify first to catch all the episodes as they'll be releasing on spotify before youtube yeah so. um yeah also don't forget to follow us at boston power hour on instagram because on our story we can just put the link to the um spotify and you can just click it mm-hmm. and get to the episode so uh all right without further ado We've got three topics for today. We're going to start with an NFL topic regarding the Dallas Cowboys, America's team, quote-unquote, except the Patriots are now because they beat the Cowboys. Um, but the Cowboys are 6-6, six and six and they're leading the NFC East. I want to know if you guys think they're <laughs> The Cowboys are a bunch of jokes. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm sorry. No, go but, ahead. Go ahead. Expand I'm sorry. I'm, I mean, it, it is, it's almost fake. Like, jokes are, aren't real. I mean, they're fiction. Cowboys are fiction. We said earlier talking about this that uh, they're really good on paper. The Cowboys are really good on paper. And we see Dak Dak Prescott, we see Zeke. Like, they do really good Mm -hmm. personal, personally and in their own game. But when it comes to, like, the team, you know, and winning games, because – Winning games, like, this is said to be, which is debatable, the best team sport in the world. Or yeah. the, the greatest the team sport, yeah. right? And winning takes a team. We all know this. It's, it's mm-hmm. simple. You need every part of your team to step up or work together more like it to win and to be a good team. That's why the Patriots are so good, because... They don't focus on like just a few guys. They focus on everyone, but we don't have to get into that. And uh, they're just not it. They haven't hit that mark of a good team. And it's ownership, I think. And it's like I, I have to go here. Like, it's ownership. It's um, Jason Garrett. I mean, he's got to go. <laughs> like, we can get into that. But it's ownership. And them... Uh, using the pieces of the puzzle. Another reason Pats are so good because they have some of the best coaching and ownership. But yeah. that's all. Hey, you can't, yeah, you can't you can't fire Jason Garrett if Jerry Jones doesn't want to do it. It all starts with ownership, man up top, right? 
think That's things right. go down low. But uh, Jake, what's your take on it? All right, so real quick, give us like some backstory to this. So right now, NFC East, Cowboys are six and six, Eagles are five and six, and the Giants and Redskins are just a laughing stock in the NFC East. So the don't those forget two about the Bengals. The, oh wait, they're not. Okay, they're, 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 they're also a laughing stock. They're also a laughing stock. Yeah, Anyways, yeah, um, that's what the category is. I was in. I got you. They're so bad. They're so relevant. Maybe they could turn it around. Bro, okay, get this. The Bengals are more irrelevant than like the 2016 Browns or like the 2017 Browns when they like when they were owned 16. Dude, oh yeah, bad. at least the Browns like there was like memes about it. Like there's it's, nothing exactly. about the Bengals. the Bengals. Like I'll be straight up, I didn't realize the Bengals didn't win till like week 10 and I saw it and I was like they're 0 and 10. Bro, you know what's crazy? The or the Bengals are like the graveyard for players nowadays. Like if you go to the fucking Bengals, oh sorry, excuse my language. No, you're good, man. Getting carried, carried away. Uh, you know, we have to be all professional out here. Uh, <laughs> if you're the Bengals, like, you you go there to die. <laughs> <laughs> so like, bad. That's how bad it is. That's so, how bad it is. It's, a, it's the graveyard for the NFL. Yeah, Jake, anyways, the Cowboys. Back, up, back to the Cowboys. Thank you, kids. Sorry. I'm so, just, <laughs> I think that's hilarious. Sorry. <laughs> So the Eagles. Cowboys are six and six, and the Eagles are five and six, and they're both in contention for the uh, NFC East, which will get, basically guarantee those spot in the playoffs if they win that. So I got to go look at their schedule. So Eagles have uh, are going to Miami tomorrow for the Dolphins. Then they go to New York to play the Giants. They go to Washington to play the Redskins, and then they come home to play uh, the Cowboys, and then they go back to New York to play the Giants. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you right now. They're beating, they're beating Miami. They're beating New York twice, and they're beating the Redskins. So that's already four wins. And then that Cowboys game, I don't know, that could go either way. So they already got four wins in my my eyes. So they're sitting at, what is that, nine and six. Got to go look at the Cowboys. Cowboys go to Chicago to play the Bears. And then they come home to play the Rams. They go to Philadelphia to play the Eagles. And yeah. they're home for the Redskins. I mean – They'll probably beat the Bears and Redskins, but I don't know about if they'll beat the Rams or Eagles. I mean, those those games could be so much different. Like they can, like how it goes. I, I say they'll beat the Ram, the Rams. The Rams have been ass this year. Yeah, yeah well, I true. mean, I, the Rams, yeah, their offense isn't that good. But the Eagles, even the Eagles, like the Cowboys faced the Eagles in Week 16. Their secondary is pretty mm-hmm. much banged up and. You know, we saw a couple weeks ago when they they uh, Carson Wentz had like literally nobody to throw to, like Nelson Aguilar and Alshon Jeffrey was hurt, which are two main wide receivers. Oh yeah. So, um, Zach Ertz had a oh, field day, but you had nobody else to throw through, so, to throw to. So if they, you know, all of a sudden you have nobody to throw to because of injury, that you know your team kind of sucks. That yeah. whole that Eagles is a whole mess right now. Yeah. Just could saying, you, could, like could, they're, they're falling apart. Jake, could you see Jason Garrett getting fired? Um, could I see it? No, I don't think he'll get fired. Only because um, the who's owns him? The Jerry uh, Jerry that Jones. name? Yeah, Jerry Jones. Whatever the hell his name is. Uh, he likes him. He said it. He's made it publicly known that he likes Jason Garrett and that he, that's his guy. He's gonna stick with him. So whether he's saying that just like in the middle of the season, just to like keep the morale of the team up and just like not definitely. create any drama, like I could definitely see that. Um. But I feel like he's been saying this for a couple of years now, so maybe this is this guy. But, I mean, look, I'm looking at his stats now. He uh, came midway through the, the 2010 season and has been with the team ever since. 
And he's only made the playoffs three times as the head coach. And in all three of those uh, seasons, when he made the playoffs, they've lost to the divisional, the, the NFC divisional game. So he hasn't had any success in the um, postseason. I mean, last year they probably should have beaten the Rams. I mean, that was a pretty close game, if I remember correctly. So, I mean, look, I mean, yeah, they've had success in the division. Um, they've gotten the – they won the division three times, and they finished second a couple times too. So, I mean, yes, they've had success, but it's not the success that they're looking for. Yeah, uh, my take on this whole thing is the Cowboys aren't done for the season. I mean, they're 6-6. Six and six. They're leading the NFC East. They're going to beat the Bears. They're going to beat the Rams, um, and they're going to beat the Redskins. Like you said, Jake, the Eagles are going to be a shootout. In week 16, you know, kind of a toss-up. But I could definitely see the Cowboys pulling away, especially um, depending on what injuries the Eagles come down with. Um, Jason Garrett won't get fired by the end of the season, and he'll be the Cowboys head coach for maybe uh, two, three years to come. Um, the Cowboys aren't playing good football right now. They're, they've lost three other, out of their last four games. But they're still a 500 team, and they're still leading their division. The Cowboys will make the playoffs, and Garrett won't get fired. Like, I, I cannot <laughs> him getting fired here the reason why people are so like oh the cowboys suck because they lost three other four last four games but they beat the eagles earlier in the year so i mean i could definitely see them winning in week 16 i i, I don't see jason Garrett getting fired i just hit the cowboys i guess <laughs> yeah, i mean yeah, look I jason sorry. garrett I've, jason I've, garrett I've, has I've never liked that team i don't know why i mean jason garrett has a lot of football experience i mean if you go back and look at it he's been you know he's a player in the league he won two super bowls as a player He's had some coaching experience around the entire league, so he definitely knows, I feel like, what he's talking about. It's just a matter of getting the pieces around him to actually do it. And I think the reason, like, Dak Prescott just isn't performing too well in those last recently is because, I mean, he played the Patriots. Patriots usually have a good team and stuff. Um, I mean, obviously, the last 20 years, 10-plus wins. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, you just go back and look at, like, how he's been performing, and I feel like that it's almost weird for him because, you know, uh, Zach got paid. Elliot got paid the big bucks, he, and he didn't. And, you know, those are, like, supposed to be, like, the two best players on the team, like, franchise players, and one of them hasn't gotten paid yet. I, I believe he's going to be a free agent at the uh, end of the year, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, or he's, uh, he's, like, coming up on free agency at some point. Yeah, I mean, he's, what, Dak, you're saying? Yeah, Dak, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he's, what, second he year of the contract, and probably three to four years long. So, yeah, I mean, he's coming up on it for sure. But if you just look at the other coaching candidates out there, it's like the only the only one I could really see getting an NFL job or, you know, being the best NFL ready coach is Lincoln Riley of Oklahoma. And I cannot see them on, um, you know, him leaving Oklahoma. I don't really know how they're doing. They played Oklahoma State tonight. I don't know if they won or not. I'm assuming they did. But with Alabama losing tonight, they could definitely make the college football playoff. And if they don't win, Lincoln Riley is going to stay there. He's not going to leave Oklahoma. Um Unless they do win it, until they do win a championship, if at all, if mm-hmm. at all, like I cannot see um, Jerry Jones like firing Jason Garrett. You know he's made it known that he likes him. The Cowboys are not doing great right now, but they're not a bad team. Like I just think you know Jason Garrett has so much chemistry with this um, you know team, and we hear it every. I, it seems like we hear it almost every year. Like oh, Jason Garrett's going to get fired. Like when is he going to get fired? It never happens. I think that's just another one of these years, and he's just not going to get fired. But uh, I think it comes down to if if not they make the playoffs. I think if they lose to the Eagles, you got to the ownership has to take a step back and and you know look at not only the coaching staff but the players and, and say like is this the team that we want moving forward? And mm-hmm. and it, maybe maybe if that's a yes, maybe they look at the coaching staff and say you know maybe the problem in the coaching staff. 
you know, whether it, whether that's Jason Garrett or one of like an offensive coordinator or a defensive coordinator. Or whatever. This is this is a problem. You, this is something you can't change. But I wonder if it's because Jerry Jones is so soft. You know, he's all like, oh, I like him. You know, we gotta mm-hmm. look how wait how it plays out. Like, don't be so soft. You know, go with your gut. If you think this person should be fired, fire him. If you know, if you want to pay Dak the big bucks, don't. Um, you know, pay Zeke because you're a baby and you're afraid he's going to leave the team. You know, pay Dak. Do what you want to do. Don't be a baby and go with the players. But um, moving on to our next topic. Um, so after scoring a touchdown, Elijah Moore of Old Miss got penalized for excessive celebration after he mimicked the dog taking a piss on the field in a Mississippi State end zone, which moved the extra point back 15 yards. Ole Miss mixed, missed the extra point, lost the egg bowl. Um to the rival Mississippi State, and this made uh, State bowl eligible. He so his him getting charged with or penalized with um, excessive celebration, tagged on the extra point, extra fifteen yards back. Do we think players should be penalized for excessive celebration? Um, I'm gonna go with no. To be honest, it's the game. Like you know, you score. I mean, yeah, okay. Like mimicking a dog urinating. I mean, that's probably not like the best. Like celebration he could have done after scoring a touchdown. But, I mean, this kid has to live with this for the rest of his life, that he cost his team the Egg Bowl. I mean, if he doesn't get that penalty, like, who knows? Probably that Most likely that PAT goes in and, yeah. you know, they're going into overtime. I mean, he cost his team the game. So, I mean, yes, I understand, like, yeah, you probably you can't do that. Like, that's bad. But then at the same time, it's like, just let the guys play. Like, it was something that happened late in the game. And, you know, I guarantee you that happens in the NFL. They don't throw that flag. So, why throw it in college? Hmm. Yeah, debatable. Yeah, I mean, but I agree most part. I, I I don't I think he definitely should be penalized because and I think players shouldn't be penalized for excessive celebration because the moment you stop doing that, that's when things get out of hand. You know, you know you don't want you know, not to say this would ever happen, but you don't want, you know, somebody mimicking like, you know, uh, a bad crime or crime or something. You know, something like that. You never know what these players are gonna do. So you kind of got to do that. Like, I thought it was funny. I thought it was a good celebration. You know, you know, I, I enjoyed it as a fan. But, um, you know, you just got to give limits to these guys because you never know what they'll do if you um, don't kind of. I think know. the problem with it is that yeah. my problem with it is that they sh- it shouldn't have affected the outcome of the game. Like, yes, he, he celebrated, but it, it literally affected whether or not a team won a bowl game. You know how important that is? Like, it should be like. Mm-hmm. You should get like a suspension, or in probably the NCAA, they probably want to fine him or whatever. But it should not, it should not affect the yeah. outcome. Yeah, my. Oh, go for it. Well, like, what? They just like don't think the Ole Miss was already not bowl eligible. You lose to your rivals, you lose mm-hmm. to your rivals, whatever. I have to say the Egg Bowl is one of the best rivalries in college football. It seems like it never disappoints anyway. But um, so. I don't think he, you know, you have, you cannot just be like, well, you just can't do that. You can't do that next time, buddy. Like, live and learn. But you kind of got to penalize these guys and, and, and punish them because how, how else are they supposed to learn? You know, like, if he does that, the coach isn't going to be like, oh, what are you doing? The coach is just going to be like, oh, whatever. Like, if he didn't get penalized for that, I guarantee you the coach wouldn't be like, what are you doing taking a piss in the end zone? Like, they wouldn't even bother about that. Yeah. Um, I mean, my view of it is like right in the middle. Um, I think. That it's, I think it's good to celebrate and go crazy, whatever. Like you're on a step to, towards winning, but I look at it, you gotta have some class. Like I notice a lot more that the everyday, the average professional athlete, like not the 
LeBron James. No, that's okay. That's like a goat status. Not the uh, Jason Tatum or who's like a regular, like Jamal Murray, Jokic, um, like regular NBA stars, like the average player, like Frank Natalika, Bradley Wanamaker, uh, the the schmuck on the bench, um, the the one that like doesn't really play. They score like the semi for all our Boston people. They um, even in football, this guy like I don't know the non-known players. I don't know. Yeah, I'm he wasn't myself. a star on the team. Yeah, these people. I mean, everyone. They have no class. And I'm just starting to notice that. Especially in football, um, there's there's like a slow decline of respect for the game, yeah. and I, I just think that that uh, that excessive celebration it was just a step for that. But I don't think that you get penalized. I mean, I hate that I hate the NCAA too. Uh, with the past, like I hate the NCAA, like the way they treat their players, uh, the mm. athletes and stuff, but. If you think about it from like their kind of standpoint, if they mm-hmm. let that stuff go and then night in, night out, there's players, you know, you can sell, you see in the NFL, you can celebrate without, you can make, do fun celebration, make the celebration go viral, but it doesn't need to be an inappropriate celebration and you won't get flagged for it. You know, let these guys have fun. It's the moment you start making it inappropriate. Like think of the NCAA and like if a guy's night in, night out taking or mimicking taking pisses in the end zone, and you're sitting there as a parent with your, you know, six-year-old, seven-year-old son watching the game, mm-hmm. and they're displaying that, what's going to happen? They're, you're not going to watch that anymore. You're going to be like, oh, this is too inappropriate for my son or daughter, you know. And then if enough people do that, the rating goes down. What happens? Money goes down, and yada, yada, yada. Like, I, just- I mean, you know, what are people talking about? People aren't talking about the fact that this guy urinate, like, you know, pretend as a urinate like a dog. They're talking about the fact that you know, it comes like with that whole statement that, that he lost his team have. the bowl game. It wasn't that like okay, yes, he did that gesture, or whatever. But then the pen, the penalty backed up the PAT fifteen yards, and then the kicker missed the PAT. So if you don't get that fifteen yard penalty, they go into overtime. Yeah, it's it's all about the pen, penalization. That's a really hard word to pronounce. Um, and it's uh, how that affects the game. Yeah. So so Jameson, you said you you think they should be you you're not. You're not um, opposed to the fact that they should get penalized, but what what do you think it should be instead? Like, you know, if it's a penalty, what penalty would you like to see? We, you know, would you like to see it be imposed on the kickoff or? You know, yeah, like actually, impose it on the um, impose it on however yards you get off the kickoff, like the receiving team. Yeah. Like give like five yard penalty. Yeah, make make the make the kick get moved back five yards. And- yeah, it's too important. Because it's too that free kick, or I mean that uh, field goal. Not uh, not a basketball player uh, or a football player. Like that field goal is so important. Yeah. Like that oh, extra well, point, like games, yeah. like six points or seven points. Yeah, and, that, right? and that's between that. That's the that's uh, between a rivalry win and a rivalry loss. Like, I think exactly. the other thing with the whole penalty part of it is that I'm just not for. It. For it, like affecting the game, like it should be that he was be suspended for the next game, 
or he would get like a fine or even like have to do like community service or something like that. Like yeah, anything I mean, I, like besides affecting the outcome of the game, like it shouldn't be like that. Yeah, but that the, would actually that's actually a good idea. Like I don't think fining is a good idea because these guys aren't getting paid anyway. Yeah, but which is going to be changed. Would actually be like uh, something. You have to do something positive in the community. Listen, I embarrass myself. I embarrass my team. I embarrass my university on national TV. We lost the game. All right, now I'm going to turn it around and do something positive to impact the community. Like I. And think these guys are like. A, just to piggyback off that here. stuff, it's like the big, like obviously, like that guy, like not really too big, but like the big guys, like the big names, like you know, for example, like we'll use like Mahomes, like when he was in college, and like you know, like the Lamar Jacksons when they were in college, like it's like some like big name guys that like you know, you turn on the college football game and like you know who they are, like they could easily do something with like Make a Wish, where it's just like you can come in and like spend a day, like what it's like to be a college football player or whatever. Yeah, and but, you know stuff like that, just quick community service that benefits not only the player but benefits the community itself. Yeah, and you're and you're turning your negative actions into a positive. Well, you know, that's that's making uh, excessive celebration a really big deal, and it's all about view. And if we're t- like Ken, you were saying, but it's views and money. Positive. Yeah, but you're you're then giving excessive celebration a lot of attention so then excessive celebration is going to go under the microscope by giving them a quick penalty and like about um the kick usually it's going to go in we're only talking about this because it cost them the game Mm -hmm. like by one point and it was college football in the middle of the season everyone's going crazy about it but it was just it was just that this slim chance that it cost the game Mm -hmm. what I, I think the NFL doing whatever, NCAA, is like, don't bring attention to this, right? Yeah. Because if you bring attention to it, it makes it more complicated. And do you think that those people, like the NCAA and coaches and referees, want to get into complicated? No, but I don't know. Just, But think about it. I wonder, you know, we're talking about this now, and it's bringing more attention to the uh, the NCAA and the organization as a whole. but. Uh, I don't know. Let's moving on to our next topic. We got a basketball one. Um, so Kyrie Irving, he mm-hmm. in the Nets returned <laughs> to the Garden. Uh, what was it like last Friday? Maybe was it last Wednesday? Last Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they did that, and um, so Irving, you know, can't he comes down with the shoulder injury, right? And says, oh, I'll be out the next the next three games. Two of those three games, they play the Celtics. One, one on the road, one, on, uh, one in Brooklyn. Um, Celtics fans, Kyrie wasn't there. I, he wasn't there, right? Uh, no. The first game, trouble. no, he wasn't there. Yeah, so so Ky- uh, their Celtics fans were chanting, Kyrie sucks. And after the game, he wrote a book on his Instagram story, basically. Oh, calling my God. Fans, assholes. It was, I mean, he was, it was hot. Crazy. He was high. He's but, um, high as a <laughs> kite, bro. Holy crap. But what, 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 are your thoughts, what are your thoughts on this apparent injury and um, Kyrie's response to the Celtics fan? So, I'm going to take this one real quick. quick little. Yeah, you go All for right. it. I was going to give it to you either way. All right. So, uh, I know Jameson can vouch for me because when we went to the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers game back in uh, October, uh, I, we, you know, we were talking about the whole Kyrie situation. And I said to him, he said to me, he's like, hey, when Kyrie comes back and, um, you know, Wednesday, um, you know, we talk about like just like the game when it comes up and he's like, do you think he'll play? I'm like, no, he's not playing. 
I said, he'll come up with some, you can vouch for me. I said, he'll come up with some injury or something and just say, oh, I'm hurt. I can't play. I can't play today. Right? Did I, did I not say that, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, you were like, that. yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I said, because he doesn't have the, he doesn't, you know, I'm going to get, oh, he doesn't have the guts to say, to face the Boston crowd and, you know, play a good game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said, right. I don't think he has the guts to play the, to play the uh, Celtics. So probably the next game when he plays Celtics, whether it's home or away, he's going to skip that game anyways. And what happened? All of a sudden, the shoulder injury came up out of nowhere. Lingering shoulder injury. Can't play. Misses the game in Boston and then misses mm-hmm. the game in Brooklyn. Right? And then not to mention, this is the best part, I think, of the whole thing. Kemba Walker had to be taken out on a stretcher. My so God. I think it was the previous Friday night against the Nuggets. Good. He had to be taken out on a stretcher because he got rocked by, yeah. I think it was Semi Ojale, right? Yep. And yeah. he played Wednesday's game and dropped 39 on the Nets. So 39. Kyrie Irving, yeah, Kyrie Irving couldn't Crazy. even play because his little shoulder was hurting him. A little, and they said it in the report, it was like a little like. Minor injury that was kind of like like lingering. I think the, the word they used. Mm-hmm. So it was probably an injury. Probably he, he, probably could have played through. he probably could have played through it, but chose not to because he was playing Boston. And then on top of that, sits out seven games, going to hurt the Nets team because this is what's going to happen. The Nets are going to gel together. This young core is going to gel, and Kyrie's going to come in, and it's just going to everything stops. It's mm-hmm. like it's literally this is what's going to happen, and it's just like mind blowing that he couldn't even have record, the guts to come back to Boston to face the crowd. The record is better without Kyrie, isn't it? I think like it is. Ty- Same thing as Boston Kyrie, last two seasons. It was with Kyrie and without Kyrie. And I, yeah, like you said, the same thing happened with the Celtics. But uh, Jameson, what do you got? Long this whole Kyrie situation, god damn. Because as a leader, hell no. <laughs> hell no. But I'm, I'm going to bring this back up, but we can leave it for another time because I think he is the best point guard in the league, except for his leadership. But this whole thing with Boston, which Jake called it, called the entire thing. It's just messed up. It's coward. Ah, I his personality's got to me. Like I always respected him for his game, but after this cuz did we I have a question. Did we see um did we see Kyrie get hurt on court? Like how did he get I did. How, I was how a did he press get injury, injury I thought. Cuz oh yeah, oh, that, no. that, I'm pretty sure it was a practice injury. Oh man, there's no camera. Hold on, I got the I got the injury right here. Hold on, I'll miss, oh, I'll hold man. on. That makes it worse, bro. Wouldn't doubt it. All right, so November. Um. Okay, so that was. Oh, he's he's really being scared okay. now. So it says. So this is about his struggle. This is November thirteenth. Nets Kyrie Irving struggles from field and loss. By the way, this is all coming from CBS Sports and their like injury stuff. So this mentions nothing about his shoulder. November thirteenth, okay, which was a full two weeks, I want to say. Yeah, two weeks from when he would come back to Boston. Okay. Yep. Uh, November four, November thirteenth. Nets Kyrie Irving nursing shoulder impingement. Uh, Irving is listed as questionable for Thursday's game against the Nuggets with a right shoulder impingement. Uh, Alex Schefter of the Athletic reports. He apparently picked up the tissue, the issue during Thursday's loss to the Jazz, which could explain his poor shooting performance. So they're saying it? that he could have picked it up, but he was not pulled in the game. Did we November see it, 14th, Kyrie Irving upgraded the probable. November 14th, Irving receives green light. November 15th, game time decision for Saturday. Uh, 16th, won't play Saturday. 17th, so question for Monday and hasn't played since. But, he missed third straight on the 19th. 
Um, not expected to practice the 21st. 21st officially out Friday. 22nd to miss another week. Like, this is bad. 27th, no timeable for return. Or timetable, I'm sorry, for return. Wow. 28th, we'll miss Friday's game. 29th, this was uh, updated yesterday. Won't return Sunday. So he'll be not even coming back. He's out for a while. Uh, off the so-called uh, injury. So-called injury. We don't know anything yeah. about this. We never saw this on court. It was, it was probably it was probably dis, uh, disguised load management. You know, you gotta. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> what they. Wow, facts. That's L- what the Nets like, are doing now. Like literally, all this shows is how big of, of a drama queen Kyrie, Kyrie actually is. Like Kyrie sucks, chant. Like, oh my God, who cares? You're not even at the game. If you don't like them calling saying Kyrie sucks, then don't you know turn off the game. Whatever they think you suck, mm-hmm. you know. Who cares? You're not even on their team anymore. And he, should kind of des- he, he deserves it. Like, Kyrie needs to grow up and stop being a drama queen. Like, he, he's in, he did nothing for the Celtics franchise. He never won anything. The only thing he's done, he did, was being was be toxic to the team. Like, what kind of welcome did he expect? Was he expecting a pat on the back after he said, oh, yeah, I'm going to resi- resign with your, the team next year. And then all he is is a cancer in the locker room. Like, he's what, what kind of return did he expect? Shout out to Per Sources, my man. I love that account. Who started the Kyrie sucks chant? <laughs> was that was that, that, that was funny. He's you know, Per Sources is this writer and Instagram personality, whatever. Friends with Green Run Zeep. He started that. Good shit, my guy. And it's Good not shit. like I'm trying to... it's it's um... not like um he you know they said anything derogatory. They said he sucks. Like, who cares? And you know what about that whole thing is that who cares? Kyrie Irving cares because this is what he feels off of. This is well, like he shouldn't care by he him. Cares he's a little bitch. That's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> he right. cares because this stuff goes to his head by someone like some random Twitter troll. And this is just like Kevin Durant. I could go on Twitter right now and Kyrie Irving would post something, and I could just say, "You suck. You're the worst point guard in the league. Just retire already." And he would seriously take that to heart. On Twitter. Like, not like someone went up to this and said it to his face. He said this on Twitter. Twitter right? And that's, they, why they're, that's why they're friends. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they're on the then, same team. They're like, all right. I'm trying to find who it was, but this guy, he's uh, one of the announcers for the big three. Uh, he was an actor. I can't think of his last name, but it was Michael. He was on Undisputed today, and he worded it best. He said that Kyrie Irving thinks that he's like a philosopher, like this, this age's great, greatest philosopher. Because he spent one semester at Duke. I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, that is the perfect, perfect analogy of it. Like, the whole thing. Like, and like his, even, like, all the stuff he posts, like, it's always about, like, all that stuff. And, yeah, you know, he also brought up, too, that, you know, if he thinks that Boston, like, fans were bad, you know, to, like, call us what you want, like, you know, we're too much. Like he said, call us what you want, like, too much, too little, like, you know, whatever. But they take their sport seriously. And he, and he mentioned, like, by him standing on center court at the TD Garden in front of these people with all the media there and just saying, I'm resigning, people took that to heart. And when he came and, like, free agency came, and people, A, didn't want him, and B, he didn't want to come here. I mean, I don't even think the Celtics had a meeting with them, so that's pretty bad when that happens. Not to mention when you go back and you look at stuff like, um, you know, just like how he acted during the year. He's doing the same stuff to Brooklyn. And, you know, if he thinks that Boston was bad, wait till New York gets to him because New York isn't used to winning. So when they start winning a little bit and then they start losing really badly again, 
it's really gonna mess with their head. Yeah. yeah. The other thing is like Celtics fans don't care, or Boston fans in general, like they don't care about getting rid of a player to make their team better. You know, getting mm-hmm. rid of a player to get another one in a trade to make their team better. That's fine. You know, it sucked to see IT go, but it happened. People were excited to get Kyrie. And, you know, we were like, oh, it's going to make the team better. You know, it's just business. It's what happens. We want to win championships in Boston. When oh, man. Don't, I like, oh, don't get me started, man. Don't get me started. What Boston don't like to see is when the t- oh, a player man. just leaves after they don't get what they want. Like, you don't, you know, we win a lot, but we don't win every single year. Like, you know what? Don't be, they don't like somebody who is, you know, going to think it's all uh, butterflies and rainbows. Like, mm-hmm. it, this is, you know, it's a blue, it's a blue collar, collar city. Like, this, this stuff just, it's the way it is. You know, you got, you got to have that kind of blue, blue collar mentality and get ready to, you know, have people criticize you. You're, you know, you're mm-hmm. a, you're professional athlete and the problem with these guys you kind of see it a lot with professional athletes is you know they're they've been told they're great all their lives and then the good ones can zone it out when somebody says they're bad because they're like Mm -hmm. oh i'm the nba whatever like i'm better than this guy this scrub on twitter right but Kyrie irving's like you know takes keyboard warriors to heart and because somebody (laughs) told him he's not great and that he sucks oh my god everybody said i was great at you said i was great at the saint patrick school in new jersey oh my god they've been great since they've been out of the womb right like i've been Mm -hmm. a baller since day one but now that somebody tells him he sucks he's like oh my god you know what, you 50-year-old middle-aged man who doesn't have a job in Twitter is getting me pissed off, right? Like, it just... Damn straight. Damn gets, fucking straight. He gets, he gets so mad at this stuff. It's just crazy. You know what? You know uh, What you said made me think about something and about IT. I, blame, I, I, I was blaming it on Danny Age, but now I can blame it on Kyrie. And it just makes it so much better. So... Because Kyrie wanted a trade from Cleveland and Danny Ainge worked his magic because Kyrie was a beast at Cleveland, um, he traded Isaiah Thomas away and Isaiah Thomas fell off, coming off a, basically an MVP season. Right? He finished third. Right? Yeah, the, well, the best season of his career, for sure. Yes. And we traded him away, right? 29 points something 29 averaging 29 points per game that's crazy that's mvp numbers and uh we traded him away for kyrie irving because kyrie irving wanted a trade so i'm blaming isaiah thomas's fall off on kyrie irving (laughs) (laughs) i don't care i remember when it happened i I just i just searched it up on espn um what was it? Ca- are, you, are, you, are you arguing against me or no? I'm just saying saying something. So Cavaliers said Kyrie Irving to Celtics and deal, including Isaiah Thompson, Nets 2018 pick. Looking back on that trade, I remember when it happened. I remember I was uh, I was in my living room and I was on my phone. I was just scrolling through Instagram. And we had on NBC Sports on. And I just remember seeing oh, breaking news come in. And uh, I, this guy, Gary, comes on and he goes, Celtics are in trade talks with uh Cleveland Cavaliers forming trade around Kyrie Irving. And I was sitting there like, oh my God, we're going to get Kyrie Irving. Like, who are we going to trade? And in my mind, I'm like, oh, Isaiah Thomas, he's untouchable. We're not trading him. So I'm like, okay, well, who could it be? I'm going through all the players on the ESPN trade machine. And then, like, about like 30 minutes later, it comes back on. It's like, Celtics have traded Isaiah Thomas for Kyrie Irving. And I was like, what? And it was Isaiah 
Jay Carter in that 2018 pick. And if you go back and look at it, when from initially in that first season, I about, like, went back and saw the trade. And I was like, oh, Celtics easily have won this. Like, Cavs, Cavs like, are not good. Mm-hmm. Like, Celtics won. But, like, this, uh, although the Cavs, they don't have um, Isaiah or Jake Hunter, they still have Colin Sexton, who is that tw- 2018 pick was from. And although that wasn't that top pick that we got from Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown years prior, I mean, that's still a pretty good pick to get. And then not to mention, you know, we don't even have Kyrie anymore, and he ruined the team in the, his second season. I honestly think if Kyrie doesn't go down that knee injury in the first year, I guarantee you he's still a Salt Lake to this day. Because it wasn't until Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and Terry Rozier and Al Horford really started to take over in that playoff run that Kyrie came back and Jason Tatum was like, no, like, this is my team. Like, we're doing it We're doing it this way because it's what we did at Goss the playoffs. And Kyrie was like, no, nah, we ain't doing that. And then that's when, like, the rifts, like, really started. And then, you know, you had Gordon Hayward back and, you know, he got put in the starting lineup and he wasn't ready. You know, that's a whole other story, but... There's just so much drama that really, I think, affected Kyrie, and Kyrie didn't know how to handle it. But that it's okay, because Kemba's better anyway, so whatever. Big fact. It was no, Kemba is the leader. That's the, actually, that's the big difference. It was, a, it was an overload on Kyrie. The it was. was Kyrie got too overwhelmed. That was the problem. The, the pressure of Boston sports, Boston. especially the media, because Boston sports is in the media all the time, and media comes with pressure. Too much for Kyrie Irving. He couldn't. Yeah, it was a mix of the inexperience and the leadership and needing that experience that he didn't have, and the so fact that like he would go out like and say like, "Oh, I I reached out to LeBron last night," and the guys were like, "I remember like hearing that." And the reports came out that in the locker room, the guys were like, "Why'd you reach out to him? He's the enemy. You don't talk to him. He's the enemy," and they were just yeah. upset. And you know that was just the stuff that happened, which just wasn't good. Yeah, I mean. Uh, one more thing about IT, kind of before we wrap this stuff up. Rest is... in peace, bro. No, but God, I, I love wouldn't him. be surprised. I actually love wouldn't him. be surprised if Not they man. sign him towards the end of his career, kind of like you know, as like a Jamal Crawford kind of thing. You know how Jamal Crawford was kind of able to, or like a JJ Redick's a better example. He's he's up there. What is he like, thirty nine or something? Like he's up there in age. Yeah, but JJ's only good because sure, he can but... shoot. So can but if JJ had Isaiah Thomas' game, JJ JJ would be out of the league. He's only good because he can shoot. Think about yeah, Kaden. 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 IT, Kaden. but IT can just be kind of a role guy, and you know, if you, you know, lead him to shoot threes. He can't do that. You know, he's not going to drive to the hoop and have the crazy handles at the age of you know high thirties. But I, I, I just surprised. don't see. I don't see as much as I would love that to happen. I don't see Danny Age making that move. Look at Paul Pierce. I okay. IT didn't even win us a championship, and Paul Pierce won us a goddamn championship and made it one of the most memorable like championship stories in a while and he his last game played in boston was on the clippers but he retired to Celtics. yeah but for a day he sent a one-day contract with but no he guarantee retired to Celtic. chance Not, but he yeah. retired to celtic don't get the hell out of here bro. he retired to celtic people you might as well just retire to clipper to be honest whatever Whatever, who gives a shit about With Doc Rivers, too. You know, with Doc Rivers, you know, in the Clippers, he, fin- he finished oh, his career with the Clippers, retired as a Celtic. You know, the, he, he didn't retire as a Celtic. Yeah, you know what I, I mean. said that when that happened, I said that was such like a Nowitzki. petty move. There's a no petty move on both of it. That was, no, he, that was definitely like if Tom Brady like doesn't resign his second year in his contract, they're, they're, so definitely, stupid. they're definitely going to sign him to a one day contract. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That whole, that whole, to- have you heard those Tom Brady rumors that he might get uh, traded or That comes up like every, like every Dude, year, like Tom Brady's going to leave New England. That is literally fake news. That's fake. It's because, like, he's, I'm it's because he's entering. It's, it's fake news. Like, I bet some, like, Russian kid created that. It's fake well, news. It's, it's because, 
it's because he's entering his first contract year in a long time, and he's, he's older. It's a long time. His first contract year in his entire career. So, Was it? Yeah. Okay. Who wants Tom Brady, though? Like, what? Can you imagine? Anyone, are you kidding me? Anyone wants Tom Brady. And the problem is that Tom Brady, like, I don't wouldn't be surprised if he went out uh, to Cali. Whether I mean, probably not the 49ers, they have Jimmy G, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Chargers or Rams picked him up. Especially that Jared Goff is starting to fall off. Phillip Rivers is getting older. I wouldn't be surprised. Don't he's you know, don't so doubt it. Old? Are you kidding me? I, I, I he's one. He's old as hell. In in this NFL that I can slowly see, it's becoming a way more athletic position surrounded by surrounding the QB, who's an athletic player that can do whatever the hell he wants. Lamar Jackson, Patty Mahomes. Like, yeah, just, yeah, but don't matter how athletic you are, if Tom Brady can take the ball and gun it fifty yards and a touchdown. That's yeah. different. He well, can't yeah. do that now. <laughs> He's too he still old. can. What are you talking about? He doesn't have any receivers. That's yeah. true. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll but that's we'll, very we'll, true. No, you no. Me if he had OBJ okay, okay. or Julio, he'd be, he'd be set. Yes, he can. But do yeah, teams that want he that right no now? He has no O-line. Uh, Dorsett. All his receivers have been banged up. No O line. He has a, not a good running. Like, okay, he's running back for decent. But he doesn't have that. like a Saquon Barkley. Like, what is he supposed to do? Okay, and he's what is he like ten and one right now? Yeah, but that's very true. And I love. That him. Is I'm not true. saying that's I'm not saying he's a bad person. I'm just saying, why no. would anyone else want Tom Brady? He's a patriot. Because you give him an old good old line, you're winning the no. Super Bowl. That's it. He's no, a patriot fine, through and through. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, if you take Dak Prescott off that Cowboys team, you put Tom Brady on it, I guarantee you Cowboys are have uh, less than two losses. I no. guarantee you. No, it's, it's the coach. Jared, Jared, Jared Stidham is going to be a Hall of Famer anyway, so it's fine. Yeah, but, no, but when no. you have Tom Brady as your quarterback, it doesn't matter who the coach is because he'll just audible it. It's all about the coaching. Tom Brady's so good because he's in the They're perfect coaching environment. Now. Wow. Oh my wow. god. Let me see. Tom Brady. I'm not bashing on Tom Brady. Holy crap. Hell, like no. He Hell, no. Hell no. Hell no. No way you didn't call him a system quarterback. You literally were just like, it's just <laughs> the coach. Really you just call him a oh no. <laughs> so you're well, saying that Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick in these last 20 years should take more credit than Tom Brady has? Which would make Tom Brady a system quarterback. I'm going to say yes, but no. No, he's a system quarterback. I'm You're Tom, calling him a system quarterback. Are you kidding? No, I'm not. Yes, you are. He, he leads the fucking franchise on the field. Bill Belichick <laughs> leads he's the franchise also, everywhere like, else. Entering is like Tom Brady's the greatest motherfucking uh, player alive. Now you're making me swear. Yeah, no so I'm shit. I'm so like, this. But, but, but like, why am I saying I'm a system quarterback? I mean, technically. I mean, he's not a system he's, quarterback. The not perfect. Right, before, before I punch Jameson through the screen here, let's. He's uh, the most consistent. <laughs> like, okay, I have a theory about. He's this. consistent, exactly. That's what they yeah, think. He's consistent, quarterback. Goated, bro. Yes. He's yes. the goat, undefeated. He's Doesn't goated. matter. He said yes. But Six and two was, in the Super Bowl is going to be seven and two. Okay, look at this. The Ravens are looking at Lamar Jackson to to do like, everything. The Brady remember, when remember, they put remember, Brady. Remember oh, shut RG3? Shut up. Remember shut up. RG3 was <laughs> I'm to be goaded. talking now. You want a Heisman? Get out of like, here. Oh, my God. It's RG3. Now he's the backup to the Baltimore Ravens, and he's not doing anything. Because, listen, you can't use your legs in this league, and you have to develop a, develop an arm. Lamar Jackson sure. can't throw, despite what Booger McFarlane says. It doesn't matter. He's Lamar Jackson can't throw. Yeah, he's he's okay with it. Never doubt he, Lamar Jackson. He, he he'll be... literally make a check down pass. 
and and Booker McFarlane will be like, oh my god, look at what he did. But Tom Brady can do that. Be like, well, you didn't look downfield, like whatever. Because Lamar Jackson was a running back. I don't think you do. You understand? No, that? he wasn't. Yes, he was. When? Oh wait, no, he they. He's, he's like Michael Vick. He's, basic, a, he's Michael, Michael Vick, Vick part two. Except People he think, doesn't run dogfighting club. Like that's what they say. He was <laughs> a running. Sorry, I'm, he was a running QB. And he still is. But yeah, he's, he's changing. Still, but he, he's he doesn't rely on his. I remember last year he relied on his feet a lot more than when he did. He throws the ball mm-hmm. a lot more now. Yeah, but there's a bigger sample size here too. But back to Tom. That's just Tom Brady thing. Okay, can I? I have a theory about the Patriots. Okay, and go, and then we're gonna. Tom Brady. No, Tom Brady is the perfect player for the Patriots. But like, the Patriots is if everyone like performed at a consistent level in their team. What? Like, think about if. The Cowboys, the mm-hmm. Browns. Look at the Browns. Okay, they have the best on paper team. Like everyone played at that level, or everyone played yeah. to their potential. That's what the Patriots is, and uh, and uh, Tom Brady's potential was fucking sky's limit. Sky's yeah. the limit, and he just shot up. All right, everyone improves in that environment, and Tom Brady's potential was just crazy high. And his skill level was just crazy high to be reached, and he reached that because it, it fit. One, it fit into like the Patriots are just it was a perfect matchup, but it was he just fits so well, and that's why Bill Belichick is the greatest yeah, coach I, mean, I, guess I think it's ever. Like that kind of that, that Patriot mentality. And, yeah, that, that, yes, sure that helps. That what drives it. But like Bill Belichick is the greatest coach ever because he's able to put into place everything. All right. Doesn't matter. Well, Tom Brady's still it, the goat. Patriots will win the Super Bowl Fifty Four. Doesn't matter. Crazy theory. Yes. But anyway, before we end this episode here, anything else you want to add? Tom Tom Brady's immortal. <laughs> Tom Brady yeah. will never die. Yeah, right. TV Twelve method does not include death. He, this, that guy literally. He's like the Benjamin Button. Like he really. <laughs> no, I can I can picture like right now like these are the TV Twelve. These are the TV Twelve electrolytes. Take these and you'll no, die. I have those. <laughs> oh, okay. these are clutch. I love these. Totally. Tom Brady's immortal. And what, a are, what, are, what the flavor is that? Uh, this is strawberry lemonade. New hydration. Oh, there it is. Oh, no, bro, those, I, oh those suck. Those are, those are Jake, the those are good. Suck. For all those listening on Spotify, hopefully, please listen to us on Spotify. Yeah, share awesome with your friends, too, man. All right. Yeah, facts. It's the Nun, like, electrolyte tablets that you can put in your water. So cash. I got mixed berries. God damn. You just, like, plop that in class. You should get addicted to that shit. Dude, I got a I funny had... story about that real quick. I, w- I remember I was in um chemistry class last year, and so during chemistry, I had a second semester. I had lunch, then chemistry, and so I remember I went to lunch and got a bottle of water and went back into chemistry, and I popped one of those tablets in my water, and we were talking about electrolytes and uh, chemistry, and for that whole class, she was talking about how I could calculate the electrolytes in my water, and I was lost the entire class. Actually? Kind of funny. Yeah, that's serious. It was mad funny. <laughs> I don't know, maybe I should try it again, because one time I had one when I was golfing, but it was like orange mango, and it was so bad. But maybe I could strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. Try, stra- yeah, try strawberry one. lemonade. Does it taste like strawberry lemonade? Yes. It tastes like absolutely nothing, to be honest. Unless if, like, the only time I taste, like, if I'm, like, at home and I need electrolytes, and I'll pop, like, I'll pop one and drink it, I don't taste it. But if I, like, come off of, like, football or, like, lifting or whatever, and I, like, have one, it tastes exactly like strawberry lemonade. Right. It just depends how thirsty you are, to be honest. Exercise. 
Sweet. All right. It's it's replenishing. Whatever. All right. All right, boys. Thanks for a great episode, man. Noon, if you want to sponsor us, hit hit me up on Instagram. <laughs> hit me Boston up, Sports Six One Seven or boss or Boston Power Hour. <laughs> you give us yeah, bro. Rose a little bit of money. Trust if, me. Hey, if you, hey, Big if things will happen. Product. One of the two, please. Yo, open, open up. up another sponsorship. Rather right wait for always open up for sponsors, man. Like whatever. Damn straight. You already know it. All right. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, have a good one. Right on. Peace. Peace.